Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. From their awkward middle school years to founding Betches and beyond, get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome to the At Badges podcast. I'm Sammy Sage. I'm Aileen Drexler. And I'm Jordana Abraham. And we're the founders of Betches Media. This is the fifth episode of the season. And last week, we talked about moving to New York City in our early 20s, and we left off with a cliffhanger. This week, we want to share some of the biggest mistakes we made in our mid-20s, both in our personal and professional lives. And to start things off, let's get back to where Sammy... (laughs) (laughs) left us hanging last week with the story of her little known first engagement. Sammy, have you ever talked about this on like a different podcast or anywhere else? I have not, but I have spoken about my experience going to Israel, which like is what is required to understand the engagement. So I've talked about that on Diet Starts Tomorrow, Um, but I feel like I should just give the background. The beginning. Yeah. What's the beginning? Like, I don't even know where the beginning is. Okay. So in like 2014, um, we were still like, we were still working on Betches. We were not at that point like working in an office, but we were like working in our homes. And basically like I got really into learning about Judaism. (laughs) Um, And I was like really into it. I feel like I mentioned like, a few episodes ago or even maybe last episode that this was a time in my life that I felt like pretty confused and lost, but I didn't really even understand that that was how I felt. So something that I, you know, kind of got interested in was like reading about Judaism and like spirituality and um, just like going to like Jewish learning classes. And I got really into it. And um, because I'm an extremist, I took it. I had to take you, this. You like, said it, not us. Yeah. No, I mean, you guys have said it, but like, I, I had to take it to like the next level. And I was like, I'm going to like keep Shabbat. And like, I started like trying to keep Shabbat. Like, little did I know that what I was doing at the time was like. You did keep Shabbat, right? You like didn't use. Yeah. You didn't like, she walked, your phone remember, or use electricity on. Remember, we had like an event and she but, walked to it from yeah, the I'd, Upper like, East walked Side. to events. Yeah. Like, I was really doing it. Without the phone, the, I remember. Yeah. But here's the thing. At the time, what I was doing for Shabbat then was literally just like basically not using my phone or like watching TV on Saturdays. Like that was not what I then came to understand was like serious Shabbat as I learned it in Israel. Um, so, okay. I got really into it. We still Amateur hour Shabbat. Yeah. Amateur Shabbat. So we were... Okay. So... We were in an office, so I was like, I'm going to go to Israel, and I'm going to, like, go learn in a seminary, and I'm going to, like, work from Israel. And I'm going for, like, almost a year, and you guys were, like, okay with it, although maybe I feel like you you weren't okay with it, but, like, weren't, again, in a place to, like, voice it, or, like, we didn't really, like, I don't know. It was I feel never, like we were like, in a weird time of our, we were in a weird time of our business where we weren't, like really making that much money yet at the time we were still working on it but like no employees it was a uh it was an odd time it was like a an in-between time i would say yeah it It was was an era of confusion we were not we were not sure we were not sure if it was like gonna be something or if it was like gonna be a thing that we did in the past and i think that that was like unclear and we weren't like really like we were like trying to tighten it up but we didn't really know how to like fully do it so it was a weird time where like it was unclear what the future of the business was right so i went to israel and you know obviously i was like still at that point i was like putting the articles up on the website so i was like still able like i was like editing the articles on the website so i was like able to do that i guess okay so i went to israel and I like got really into it. And I'll be honest, like, I don't think I even like realized what I was getting into when I went or like that they basically like you're gonna like they're trying to teach you to become orthodox. Like I didn't really like understand like all that would come out of it. And I just thought I was like, oh, this is so interesting. I'm just gonna like learn. And I made like fun friends that I liked. And like, so basically I was 
while I was in Israel, the rabbis like want at the school like want to set you up like obviously so like you know you can get married and have Jewish babies ASAP like so there was like a, I was in a girls' school and there was like so a boys' you're school. How old at the time? Twenty five. Twenty five. But you didn't understand that they were trying that you were on a path to becoming more ortho or orthodox. I did understand it, but I didn't understand what that actually looked like in reality because most of the people I knew who were like keeping Shabbat were not really or like they were modern Orthodox. And I thought like, oh, like that's like what you could continue to be or do. And like in my head, I was like just exploring it. I wasn't even like committing to anything, but like people want to know what you're doing. So you sort of have to explain it as like as a like this is what I'm doing, you know, mm. I like when you guys ask me questions. It makes me but feel in, like I understand okay. what your, like, is in, missing. But in your actions, though, you were doing that. Like you were dressing more conservatively. Like I remember speaking well, to you like in in depth about like what was going on around you. Well, I didn't start dressing conservatively until after I got like after I Back. went to Israel. Like, I yeah, I didn't dress conservatively before I went because that was like an example of something that I thought like, oh, that's not like for me. I'm not going to do that. Uh -huh. But then when, okay, I think what's like, probably missing from how I'm explaining this is that like it feels like being in another world like it feels like going to like Hogwarts and like you're in like another environment so all these things that I thought like oh I'm not going to do that like it's sort of like a slow boil to like realize like oh I am doing these things and all my friends are doing them and it's actually sort of weird if I don't do them because everyone around me is mm -hmm. so right. that is sort of like where that's like how I got like sucked into it more than like maybe I understood or like intended so the engagement so I was there for like six months um or no I must have been there like for like not six months like maybe like four or five months when like one of like the rabbis at the school was like I think you should meet like this guy he's at like the boy like it had like a brother sister was school he the type first vibe. one that you met or first like guy, had you met yeah first guy that I yes he was. Wow. Okay. Yeah. In this type Not of like dating. Not like in your life. No, yeah. No, <laughs> no it's in this type of dating, which is like you, oh, oh, the other thing is that you like date, but you don't like hook up or like touch or you don't anything. Touch. Like, There's no yeah, touching. There's no touching. The, That's right. Right. That's yeah. what I mean by like all these things that seem crazy. Like we're just sort of it. Like they were all just sort of like I was going it with And they were, taken, they were taken very seriously. Like no one was like. I mean. Doing a little, I like, don't want to say, touch. I don't, I would, <laughs> I don't want to say like nobody, um, probably of all the people, like maybe he and I were like the more, like were the more, at least the less careful types, um, amongst, so act, like, like, do you mean that you accidentally bumped into him or you were no, like, like holding like, hands? No, like we would like, oh my God, I, I, I feel like embarrassed to say it, but we would like sex. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? like we would like sex and like stuff like. But you're not touching no but like we would like you know is that is sexting allowed like no probably it's not, not the Torah, I mean, but, it's not the, you yeah. know the, they don't yeah. specify they didn't have sexting <laughs> then but yeah like it, it was like i would say we were like more <laughs> i'm just imagining like back then like writing sexy notes instead <laughs> yeah like on a piece sexy of, like on like carving a leaf tablet carving into the tablet <laughs> like you have like a dick pic carved in <laughs> It's like, this is my dick pic. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> so just to give a sense of, like, the environment and the vibe, like, it's almost as if an Orthodox person was dropped into our lives and expected to, like, go along with all the norms and the things that we consider to be, like, the way you date. Like, we it's have like our own... You were, like, just like, you were just like, I'm doing this. I'm fully doing it. I'm going yeah. for it. Like, this is going to be who I am. It yes but it wasn't like ever like almost that decision was a reaction to needing to make a decision rather than like a self-driven decision like you can't be rather in that than like a full firm belief like i like believe all of this yeah yeah exactly it's mm -hmm. sort of like you're forced to decide because you're or forced to project it because you're there and like you don't really get a chance do you think that do you think that if you never went to Israel, you would have not you would have maybe stayed more religious, but not necessarily gone as far as you did by going to Israel and then you kind of bounced back a little further back? 
from yes, where you started? I, I do think that is um, somewhat of a possibility. But the difference is that like that there's not really like a lot of there's not really a community of people who like do that because it doesn't like really make like real sense like unless it's just something you like want to do so you have to yeah. have like the community behind you right to yeah. make it like a thing yeah. otherwise it's like you and your own personal right. like schedule and that's what i was doing before i went to israel Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Lux Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Okay, Sammy, tell us, go back to the, go back the to your, engagement story. Sexting. Yeah. yeah, and the sexting oh on the tablets. Oh my gosh. Okay, so <laughs> we, we like got, whatever, we got like set up and like to go on a date. We like hit it off very quickly, very easily right away. Like, I would say he's someone who like, if I met him on a dating app, like we would have probably gone on like a few dates and maybe it would have lasted it probably would have lasted like a month or two, to be honest. Was he also but, like previously not religious yes, and newly yes. religious? Yeah. And he was also like more like me and like he wasn't as like fully all in and like intense. And he was like, he's a musician. So he was like much more creative and like connected to like the spirituality and like he was just like, a, he was an interesting guy. Like I, I actually like went to Toronto to meet his family. Like it was, you know, he came here to meet my family and then we got engaged. And okay. The reason we got engaged is because like the, in this dating culture, you're not going to date for that long. Like you're not going to date for more than like three or four months before you get engaged because you're basically dating to make a decision whether this person could be your partner. So, or like if you could like be with this person for like a long term, if you're like values match and your interests match and all these things. So I credit, I remember like when I was like, oh, should I like, cause we were whatever, we continued dating for like two months, three months. And it was like, oh, now it's the time we have to like kind of make the decision. Mm -hmm. And I remember like feeling like, okay, like I'm not sure, but I also am not like anti and I'm not like not sure. So might as well just do it. And this is like the where the real mistake was in like not knowing myself and like not understanding that he even though we like got along like at baseline, like he that this wasn't like he wasn't long term. Do you feel like was the issue that you like were not when you broke off this engagement were you like I'm not compatible with him or it's like I don't want this whole lifestyle? It was both, honestly. I would say like more so the latter. Like I'm not into this lifestyle, but like it's not like I could be with him not in that lifestyle like at, at that point, you know? Right, they're interwoven. Um, right, they were, it was really all one decision. And okay, so we got engaged. We were engaged for like two months. I then came home from Israel and like started planning like our wedding. And that was where like my life and everything hit the fan. Because I was home and then he was going to come home three weeks later, come to New York, and we were going to like plan stuff, whatever. And I came home and immediately I was like, oh my God, like what happened to me? Because I came home to the same apartment that I, had, that I had left. I had subletted it. I came home to that apartment. We were literally, we had just hired, 
our first employee, I was coming to WeWork and I was like, oh my God, like I, I'm not so ready. Culture like, shock. I'm, culture <laughs> yeah. shock, but also right. like not even culture shock because like that is my culture, but it's more like what did I, what happened? Like, what did I do? Like now I'm engaged to this person and it's almost like as soon as I got home, the like spell was broken and I was like, I can't marry him. Like I can't get married like right now. Right. This is not going to work. And what really like put the nail in the coffin was he wrote me this email the week before he came to New York after I had like had two weeks of like, I don't know what the fuck to do. He wrote me an email like, you know, I was thinking, I know you like have this business. I wonder if I could find the email. I know you have like your business and you need to work and everything. But what if what if we were to like go to South America for a year and like live there and like, you know, live around? And after that, I was just like, OK, like he is not this is not working. Like, what does he think like is going on? Like So so had you not he, talked about like where you would live or we what talked you would about do? living in New York. But then he okay. like and then he like changed his mind, I guess. Like, cause I feel like he had a similar thing that that I did. Where like he was like, wait, like we got uh -huh. really into this, and then it just right. seems like the obvious next step because breaking up would be the alternative, and it didn't feel like we definitely wanted to do that. So yeah. like so that was like how the engagement went down. Okay, flash forward a week, he comes to New York. Is that when we, we met him? No, you met him before we got engaged. Uh, when we came home. We? Yeah, you okay. did. We were at Bar like, Veloce or whatever. Yes, Bar Veloce. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You met him before we actually got engaged. Okay. Because um, we came home for like a weekend or something. And it was like, just whatever. Um, okay. So we, okay, we spent like Shabbat together. At, like when he came back and I just remember it being the worst day of my life. Um, like I knew I was going to break it off at the end. Like I and like the day was just confirming it more and more. Why? Because was, I because the past was happening like, that day. Nothing happened. Like he didn't do anything like right. it was more just like at that point. I, it was like, I'm not doing this. I can't be engaged. And like I knew that at that point. So it was just like truly the worst day of my life. I didn't have my phone to distract me. <laughs> I, like, I, <laughs> we're in the moment. I was in probably the, good. In yeah. The, well, yeah, I mean, probably good. I don't know. Like I was in the moment and literally like I then like that night, I I said to him, I was like, I don't think we should get married. And he was like, he was like, yeah, I agree. And I was like, so you were just not going to say anything? <laughs> It's like it's kind of like it, it, the way that you're saying that. It's like if you and I was like, I think we should order in instead of going out. Yeah, and he yeah. was like, I agree. I've been thinking the same thing. I mean, and, <laughs> and then okay. And here's the thing. Like, what was funny was that like right after we both like sort of just like laughed at that and like in because we were both in agreement. And once the that tension had been broken, after that we probably had like the best conversation we had had since our first date. And like right. I figure I remembered. I was like, oh, this is why I like you. Like right. right after breaking it off. But again, it wasn't like a forever compatibility. It was just like, a, you know, a few date worth compatibility. But in well, that context, it's, probably, it's funny because he probably the reason why he asked you about the South America thing is because he was his own in his own world. Like you were saying, he went back to it and he was like panicking, like, oh, these are all the things I wanted to do for my life. And and like now I have to yeah. ask her if she wants to come with me. This girl I just met. Um, yeah, wait, I've, I've, I remember when we were in WeWork and I, you obviously were still with him because I remember telling you, Sam, I'm like, you need to send out a single. Oh, my God. Device. I remember you telling me that. And I'm just like, why is she being so mean to me? Like, why? Like, <laughs> I was like, you need to tell people. Well, OK, but obviously I was like confused and unsure. You did right? send out but a save I the did date. send to save the date. I know. Again, it was like I was I kept doing these things because I was like, oh, my God. Like, right. Well, we I guess didn't I'm know doing that. it. Well, we right, didn't because know that you were you were debating it. We were thought you were like all in gung ho. But, you know, it's good. It's, it's I mean, you interesting always think to that know. until you find out someone broke off their engagement. But um, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I just think it was all of this. I sort of look at the experience and like I look at it as like, OK, I did not know myself whatsoever. I did not understand consequences or I did not understand like what. I was looking for in a partner at all like I thought because like we got along really easily and like had an easy time talking and like had like good vibes that like oh he like oh I should be therefore engaged and married to him like 
that was sort of like it was just all the the result of like just not knowing which way was fucking up i think it was like right. just yeah so was it was it easier was it easy to move on from that because you had never had sex with him oh like move on from the relationship was not like a problem like because because it's not because you weren't in love with him no like i had the, the relationship progressed like up until probably like before we got engaged and then it like kind of went flat and then once i was like realizing like oh this is real like we have to do this it just like totally the attraction like went away but there's no right. way you were in love with him no, I was not. You were just going no. through like the, the motions of what it would be like to be in love with him and, and being engaged, but you weren't actually. Right. I liked him. I did not yeah. like dislike him. Like that was no, like not course. even. Yeah, it was. Right. Like, Dating, you could have even dated like in a different world where you were in a different context. Well, that's right. kind of what so. I that's honestly like why that was sort of like why I allowed the engagement to happen, because I was like, maybe things are just weird because like, you know, we haven't had set like we can't touch and we're going to get engaged or like like maybe it's just weird because of the context. And maybe that's what's making me unsure, because I do kind of feel like we we did get along like I could have seen it be like a little short term thing for like. If, what was if the, it were a dating app situation. So what was the lesson right. that you learned looking back at all of this? Like, what do you learn from this, what you call a mistake? I mean, oh my God, like everything. Like I literally learned everything from well, this. What did you like, learn about yourself? Even, or what um, would be I'm advice impulsive? you would give? <laughs> would you, <laughs> well, sorry. Um, what would you give, what advice would you give somebody like from this thing that you <sighs> went through? how easy it is to be lost in your 20s and like not realize how lost you are and then like experience like make decisions due to that out of that fear of like not uh, and and confusion and then like you find yourself in a place that you really like you like it could have been that I got married like I'm sure there are people who did like who were in my position and did so I also, I learned to trust my gut. That's good. Yeah. I feel like the world that you're talking about makes so much sense. If you're saying like, I'm lost. I don't know what to do about like work. I don't know what to do about dating. I don't know what to do about anything. Here's a world where all the choices are made for me. Mm-hmm. All the decisions are like, I'm just sort of placed easier. Block, right. Where There's it's steps. like, they set you up with a person and you just get married to them or like, you know, you you do like you're just in this community and you just like and I think a lot of people find that comforting. It, yeah, no, I yeah. I mean, uh, my friends from that time, like I'm still friendly friends with some of that, like with them and they're happy. Like the like girls I know who married guys this way, like they're very happy. And like I know they're not full. I know, you know, I'm not talking about everybody, but like I do know that there that it is possible for this to make people happy and that they really do believe it and they like living this life. It's just in the end, like it wasn't for me. And it yeah, and I think that that's okay. Like I, I agree with you. Like it's so easy to get like pulled into something where it feels like all the answers or the steps are, you know, there's guidance, like there's community. I think that one of the things that I liked about um, this time in my life was that the community was so much more like, supportive i would say not that like our friends aren't supportive but there's just like a general because you have to do like shabbat and holidays and you can only eat in kosher restaurants and you have to deal with challenges of like figuring out like outfits for like certain things like there's a community in it get it that get it and you're you feel like people have your back in a way right. and also you're not supposed to talk shit in the torah so it feels great that like people are not talking shit about you probably well <laughs> it's probably like if you're like you know they say like moms it's like once you have a kid people who don't have kids like don't get it yeah so i imagine it's a similar kind of thing it's like we were never gonna get what you were doing We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with Base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip, 
no problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes, bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Okay, just to tell everyone how this sort of like unraveled more, like, so I got unengaged. And after that, in my head, I felt like I don't really want to be religious anymore. But I also felt like very guilty and confused. Um, I do believe in God. I can't like really say why I don't know I just do like regardless of religion like I have my obviously thoughts on organized religion at this point but I do believe in God and that is like a real thing for me um I kind of like always have so that is like one piece to reconcile um or that was one piece to reconcile and then the fact that like again like I had this community and to go and be like oh I'm just undoing it is like it's a lot of social pressure and in some ways it was harder to become not religious than to become religious because a you're like rejecting all these people that you were relig- you know were around and then you're saying to your old world you're being like you know I was wrong and all these things that I just did and said that I believed and thought that I believed I was wrong and like it just makes you feel like kind of stupid um but ultimately I did stop being religious like a little less than a year later when my brother passed away like that's when I was just like it almost felt like you know what like I because my brother and my grandmother passed away in the same week um so at that point I was just like you know what like fuck this like it was just so like I think that that like that was sort of the turning point where I it was really difficult Like, I would say the ages of 25 to 27 were just, like, fucking painful for me. And then I think that after that, like, I almost had a certain level of clarity that, like, I don't know how I could have gotten it somewhere else. But other than from having gone through this, like, shit show of a situation. No regrets then. I mean, I have asked myself so many times, like, do I wish I never did that? And, like, I don't, I guess, I don't have, like, no regrets, but, like, I'm... I'm I'm at peace with the fact that this is part of my story. Well, you wouldn't be where you are right now. Yeah. Without that journey for you. Yeah, exactly. Thanks for sharing that, Sammy. That was... Do you guys want to share your mistakes? No, they're not compared. (laughs) I can't compare it. I haven't fucked up as badly as you. I haven't. I I was thinking about mistakes and stuff like that, but it's like the same question. Like, do you... Is it the same thing as regretting anything and again like I don't regret any mistakes I made or if you call them mistakes if you don't regret them right because um they like shape you into who you are today 
Like I have things maybe I would have right. done differently, but are, I don't regret right. what I did. Right. My regrets more center around like the mean or bad things like that I've done to people, like things I might have done to hurt someone. Those are the regrets I have in my life. But I don't really regret stupid things that I've done or like ignorant things because like it, it's literally you do not like know better um, than, you know, it's that's just sort of like a part of the journey Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I guess. Right. No one knows it all. And like we said last episode, like we thought we knew it all, but we didn't know anything at all. Totally. <laughs> yeah. No, really. Really? What's, what's your, what's your mistake that you're thinking? Oh, like it's so stupid and I really don't want to follow it up. Like after Sammy's story, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the dumbest thing I don't, I'm not sharing. You have to share. You have to <laughs> it's like so stupid. No, you have to share. Oh my god! Can you just tell us? She's like, no. Well, <laughs> well, I was gonna say, like, as a listener of, I feel like our podcast, or where we sort of work through our like past mistakes or past weird mindsets. Is there anything sort of related to like? I listen. I mean, I, I think everyone knows. I listen to Diet Starts Tomorrow every week as soon as it comes out. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Um, so I feel like in listening to like all like you know you talk about like the past and like the relationships with like food or dieting or any of that stuff or like you know some crash like stuff like mentality is there anything sort of like around that that you're like again it's not like a regret because it brought you to like the mindset that you're at today but is it like is there some sort of like thing around that where you're like that was a mistake I made in my 20s trying to be like this person or do this thing yeah but I just don't know how I would have been that per like I don't know how I would have come to that realization like if if I had more a high self-esteem when I was a younger person, then I wouldn't have gone and like made all of these horrible like diet decisions and like chased after guys like been so got really drunk in college and like did stupid things because I didn't feel good about myself. Like I wouldn't have done that, but there's no way that I would have come to that. I would have had a high self-esteem without learning through those experiences so it that the thank you for thank you for feeding that one to me because my regret (laughs) was like living alone (laughs) after (laughs) moving home i wish i lived with a roommate and then i I wish i switched what i did but um yeah i think that that's like definitely a really big one i really wish i didn't care so so much about like what men thought of me like men as in boys really um (laughs) and which like made me make a lot of the decisions that i made growing up and also lost very lost in college i think those were my darker years in my head um i i thrived after college or felt better about myself but that's also tied to me losing weight too so it's all like so intertwined and 30s are better yeah (laughs) i was actually just listening that's the lesson (laughs) i was actually just listening i can't believe i'm gonna like quote this because it was a promo for uh, an episode that tinks was on you my favorite tinks um that she was on someone else's podcast and they what the clip was it was saying how like your 20s are so mismarketed as like this like the most amazing time of your life and really your 30s are the time when you get to feel like confident and like at home in yourself and like right that that's really and that the deck and that 20s have too much pressure on them and that like we should be allowed to you know do stupid things like get engaged <laughs> like for the first right. time you know yeah there should be like 20s. a post-college like adjustment period i I think i was my funniest self though like in from high school to college to like right after college well i was because i was the most miserable but like nothing less funny than a happy well-adjusted person literally yeah exactly (laughs) so like that's when i was the funniest and maybe we had a great time through that comedy like all three of the three of us i know we did um when we were hanging out and like laughing together and i mean we still do but it's different you know when you think like crazy like joke when you think of like really funny jokes and you're just laughing for like an hour it's it's a different mindset you know but i'm definitely less funny these days <laughs> i just have to say like i have not laughed as much as i laughed last week when we had our meeting the three of us <laughs> yeah. i you know <laughs> i'm not sharing what we la- laughed about no but we're yeah. not but i laughed for like hours later like i was still like smiling so when you think of it 
Yeah. It's really good. So it was a great chat. It was a great chat. Jordana, <laughs> what about you? Um, I don't have like a Sammy. I feel she like did your everything whole, right. <laughs> no, I feel like your whole story is like very neatly packed in like, you know what I mean? The mistake is very tied very nicely to your like. It's a story. It's like struggle. a struggle. Yeah, it's, it's like a, a real journey. Story. I mean, obviously, I've talked about this on you up, but there's I mean, like I've talked about like sort of pining at also like what like Aileen is saying, like pining after the wrong people like one like my biggest mistakes definitely came in dating. But I mean, at this point, they've really given me a lot of material. So without them, <laughs> I don't think I would have been able to uh, to host the podcast that I'm hosting if it all worked out for me. And I think like I went into my 20, 20s, like left college thinking I had dating figured out thinking I like knew what you had to do and like that that what you had to do was like not show anyone that you gave a shit about them mm-hmm, and yeah. that was like the way to like be the most desirable when we read the rules <laughs> like laughable now right I mean you yeah. read the rules all that stuff like um I don't even know technique like, of the love affair yeah that like all of it like yeah, the rules are crazy. Even like that guy stuff, which just seemed like the like the the game. Yeah, Tucker Max, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. I kind of I think I felt like that was like the I way do, to have well, a real it was, relationship. It was because like the bro culture was so glamorized, and that instead of like teaching women or men that what they're doing is wrong, we learned or were taught that in to to counteract it, we have to act like a man too. We have to be bros. So right. it was like it was that. It was like how do we not give a shit and make and, and take charge of the game and win? Right. But really we now show... we're just all assholes. Right. Well, I right. think we how do we show as little vulnerability as possible? As possible, which is like the antithesis of our current brand now. Well, all right. of that was coming off of a time like it, it was right past like all that like think about it the way that like the tabloids treated like Britney Spears and Kim Kardashian like we're still very much in the depths of misogyny at that time so like of course we thought that the way to like be empowering or be empowered was to like play this game to try to you know win but when right. really that's not what makes a good relationship I mean so. I think I I think I and we <laughs> no, all yeah. knew at some on some level that that was like that there was something fucked up about that because that's why we satirized it like we knew that right. like yeah there was something wrong with it but it was still kind of like ingrained kind of like the diet culture stuff too it's like we know it's fucked up we were never like this is the way to be and this <laughs> is totally healthy and like every like this makes total sense but like yeah still it was like it made it made enough sense for us to still do it but not so much sense that we couldn't like make fun of it right 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 um well yeah i regret (laughs) i regret the guys that i like or the guy in particular i guess that i um that wouldn't date me that i just kept going back to for years and years and years because um i thought that i you know that he would come around or that i just had to be the person i had to be i had to shift if i could shift myself into a person that he would want to date then I would be happy. Uh, right. And I think I really thought that for a long time until I um, went into therapy. <laughs> started <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Started you up. And um, I really think both of those things really helped me work through that. So no well, regrets, but lessons. It's definitely challenges. Challenges. Yes. All right. Well, that's it for this week with our mistakes. Um, That's not all our mistakes, but that's all we're going to get to today. So next week, we're going to have a whole episode about how we met our actual significant others, husbands, fiancés, husbands-to-be, and how we got into a real healthy relationship. So definitely listen to next week's episode. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. 
They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code Betches20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Betches20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code Betches20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I'm Betches co-founder Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button-down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button-down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, now it's time for the Dear Batches listener email of the week brought to you by Affirm. Shopping is a lot less stressful when you've got Affirm on your side. With no late fees or hidden charges, Affirm tells you exactly how much you'll owe and when you'll be done paying. So you can make the perfect purchase today with no gotchas tomorrow. The topic for this week's email is finding closure from your first love after it doesn't work out. You can submit your questions to podcast at Betches.com. Sammy, do you want to read this week's email? Sure. Dear Betches, I'm writing to you because I can't seem to shake my first love. We were together for three years and the breakup blindsided me. One day we were driving around looking at houses we liked and talking about marriage and kids. And the next, my sister and cousin were breaking it to me that he cheated because he wasn't man enough to tell me himself. Oh, and he ghosted me for a month before dumping me. Yup, it's a fucking doozy. The thing is, we were so perfect together on so many levels, and I still can't figure out how we were so strong and solid, but it shifted somewhere along the way. He seemed to walk away so easy and unaffected, and I'm still stuck missing the person he was and who we were together. The breakup was a shock to everyone, my family included. They were just as blindsided, and they considered him part of the family. Sorry this is so long, so much backstory, but I guess my question is, does your first love always stick with you, even when an end is so devastatingly and awful? Does closure ever truly come, or do we just have to grow thicker skin and deal with the fact that people we love leave, and it's super shitty and painful? Sincerely, Betch with a broken heart. This is so sad. People always leave, like Peyton from uh, One Tree Hill. <laughs> Wait, okay, here's the thing. They were looking at, dry, at houses they liked. We've heard that one before. Yeah. I mean, this, yeah, obviously this is like a very devastating thing to go through. And I can see how it can feel like this came out of nowhere and this person was like your perfect match. And I think a lot of the times we idealize our past relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he did all of these things, the she says, the thing is we were so perfect together on so many levels. Someone who is perfect for you wouldn't do the things that you're describing this person has done. So I think that like sometimes we gloss over like little things that again, not that it's like, oh, you should have seen it coming. But like if this person was able and capable of doing all these things to you, they did you a favor almost by doing them because you wouldn't want to be with them long term. And also like it's important to have a realistic view of your past relationship. Like you say it was perfect. You were perfect together. But to me, this says like there's a lot of things that maybe you were like sweeping under the rug or not fully talking about or not fully like uncovering 
um, if it got to the point where this is happening again, this is not to say like you should have seen it coming, but I do think we, everyone has a tendency to do that sort of thing. Yeah, especially with the first, I think probably is like easier to ignore things or not know what to look for or like not see the signs that might be red flags. It's like red flyer deal breaker. Everything's perfect, but he cheats on you and then ghosts you for a month before dumping you. It's like, do right. you want like, you know? <laughs> right? And everything's not perfect, right? right exactly. Um, right. But closure does happen. Like it's not always like just open ended. Like closure, you do get closure. Maybe you won't forget about that person. You're just gonna be like, who was that? I forgot his name. But um, you can definitely have closure. And sometimes closure doesn't mean you have to have it with that person. You have to make. Sometimes you have to make it for yourself. And just like working through exactly what Jordana just said, it's just like me and maybe coming to terms with the fact that it wasn't as good as you sort of put it on the pedestal <laughs> as how you put it on the pedestal. Right. I agree. And I think you can move on from someone and still be affected by them. Like, I believe like, obviously like there's, you can have closure in the sense that it's not like actively bothering you. You're not actively thinking about it, but I don't think it's like you wouldn't, you don't have to beat yourself up. If like a memory of that person makes you feel a certain way, mm -hmm. like that might always happen. And that's not necessarily like a bad thing. Like you could have a spouse that like died or something like that. And like you could be with a new person and be very happy and you could have closure from that situation, but still like have a feeling when you think yeah. about that person. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck. Betcha with a broken heart. We feel you. You know what um this 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 reminds me of when she was like we were looking at houses and then he cheated on me, like the um the driver's license song. <laughs> you know, and now I'm and I am driving past your house and alone. Do you remember? I actually don't know the driver's license song, but I what? was thinking of something else. I no, know I know I know that I don't know it. Like I know do I mean? don't it's know it's so good. I, I know. I <laughs> and she's and she's like young and it just like feels like young broken love. It's just really good. Um anyway. Thanks again, Batch with a Broken Heart. We hope you found that advice helpful. And just a reminder, this segment was brought to you by Affirm. Try Affirm the next time you go online shopping. With Affirm, you can pay overtime at thousands of stores like The Real Real, David Yurman, Adidas, Allison Olivia, StockX, Rebag, Dyson Hair, and more. Whether you're shopping for one big ticket item or a few wishlist purchases, Affirm gives you a smarter and more transparent alternative to your credit card. Visit Affirm.com slash Betches to shop the latest in electronics, fashion, and more. Then pick the payment plan that works best for you. Aileen, tell us about your Affirm funded Peloton. All I can say is the Peloton is great, but even greater is that I used Affirm um, to pay for it. It was so easy to use and I know exactly how much I owe and when I'll be done paying. You should try Affirm for yourself. So head to Affirm.com slash Betches to get started today. That's Affirm.com slash Betches or download the free Affirm app for eligible customers only. Now we're going to play a quick game of Red Flag or Deal Breaker, which is, of course, from the UF podcast hosted by Jordana, who you guys might know. We're calling this one Red Flag Deal Breaker Mistakes Edition. So each of these is a mistake someone you're dating could make, and we'll decide whether it's a deal breaker or if it's just a red flag. Okay, here's the first one. Red Flag or Deal Breaker. You've been dating for six months, and they say someone else's name during sex. Deal Breaker. Deal Breaker offensive exclusively dating for six months yeah they didn't say exclusive well uh <laughs> i'm not dating anyone for six months if it's not exclusive then. yeah even more problematic than if they say the wrong name well, you would date someone for six months non-exclusively no i have so like <laughs> at this so point no. there, there's your mistake yeah. she's like i'm not above yeah. it yeah <laughs> at this i mean point, I, 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 at this point yeah. i wouldn't but have yeah. i in the past definitely <laughs> fine okay um, i mean yeah it, it depends how much you like the person and it was like and and they accident you know what i i think yeah, there's definitely I mean, context around this well what if you were emily and friends would you forgive ross no saying your name it's so it's a deal breaker i take i totally ross blanked. take me rachel totally blanked. <laughs> i ross take me rachel absolutely not <laughs> he he's out she was you're right already up there what's not weird about that is that you're just repeating after the person so like he just repeated he could have just said it <laughs> yeah Oh, because Rachel showed up. So, I mean, right. whatever. This isn't about that. Let's okay. do the next, next one. one. Okay. 
Red flag or deal breaker? He consistently confuses your and your and their, their and their over text. For so me, it's red, red, red flag. flag. Red flag. It can be tough. Texting is not the same as... I sometimes write the wrong form of your. Same. Who doesn't? And it's quick texting. I, I write I, I write you, in, like the letter U instead of you. Like what, somebody who's going to dump me over that? Get save out of here. a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> I save so much time texting. <laughs> um, okay, last one. Red flag, deal breaker. They reference a past date you had, but it was actually something they did with their ex. Uh, red flag. Red flag. Red flag. Sometimes Rusty Annoying, and I have, but red flag. Sometimes Rusty and I like our both of our memories is like sometimes really off. And he's like, he'll tell me a story. And I'm like, that wasn't me. And he's like, yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll do the same exact thing. It's really stupid. Um, follow up question. Is it worse if it was like an entire vacation they went on with their ex? It depends how long ago the vacation. So like, yes, it's worse, but it's, worse, it's still, but a, still red a red flag. flag. Yeah. yeah. I think it depends on like the length of time since these things, you know. Unless it was just like, remember that great sex we had like uh, in whatever, in the hot tub, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, that really wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you might want to get him checked at that point for like a yeah. like, memory disorder. <gasps> well, that is it for our fifth episode of this season. We will be back again next week. In the next episode, we're talking about relationships and more specifically how we met our significant others. That includes stories about proposals, engagements, and of course, weddings. In the meantime, be sure to listen to Betches Brides and You Up. And of course, check out Diet Starts Tomorrow and our brand new podcast, Betches Moms, hosted by me. And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the app Betches Podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to our show. Follow me at Sammy. Follow me at Jordana Abraham. And follow me at Aileen. And of course, follow at Betches on Instagram. Send your advice emails to podcast at Betches.com. Until next time, this has been the at Betches Podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Dana Samuel. Editing by Sean Kilby and Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.